0: You've tuned into the Belian Podcast for the week of Father's Day, June twentieth, twenty twenty-one. This is episode one ninety-three from that BERR-U-N City by the Sailor C I M A J Barce.
1: Wow, that is a obscure blast from the past, uh, straight out of ninety-two-two-six. I am Chris Powell on this episode. I was not prepared for AJ's intro, is where I'm jumping over my words here. We're going to continue the mini series that we've been uh, undertaking now that's... Post-COVID life is starting to uh, not rear, but more like take forefront in, in, with uh, all of our lives that we're, we're getting out and about. We talked about getting a bite to eat, of which I've already had some, so I'm kind of full. But you know, I'm feeling kind of thirsty. Why don't we talk about places to get a drink next? This is the Bellingham Podcast. The longest intro I've had. <laughs> I was going to it's a
0: long intro. <laughs> How
1: are you doing, Chris? I'm doing just fine. Happy Father's Day, yeah. AJ, and to uh, AJ's kiddo. That was the sound of uh, aluminum lined drinking bottles <laughs> clinking. Uh, yes congratulations on another Father's Day and, as to uh, you sir thank you sir. Uh, well, to all the uh, fathers out there uh, we have a have a nice day. I hope you're able to get some uh, love from the family and uh, anyway let's uh, let's we are gonna talk about places to go get a drink but we have breaking news uh, sports fans. Uh, this just in or at least this just up uh, as of last weekend. My man, AJ, uh, is one of the few people in this world, and I say that with uh, all seriousness, uh, all, one of the few people in this world who has climbed a mountain. A volcano. A volcano, if you will. No, his name's not Joe. Uh, his name's AJ. Uh, AJ, tell us about the recent achievement you had, because you describe it much better than me.
0: Oh, okay. Well, uh, well. first of all, happy Father's Day to my, my, my pops, if he's listening, because he always is. Happy Father's Day, AJ's dad. Uh, And second, yeah, no, so this was in the books for a while, and we alluded to it. Um, A buddy of mine and I were were thinking about uh, putting together a a trek of sorts to um, uh, Mount St. Helens, which is one of the southernmost, if not the southernmost mountain uh, here in Washington state. It's it's world renowned name from when it kind of blew its top back in the eighties.
1: Nineteen eighty, yes. Yes,
0: and um, I believe it's the most destructive volcano volcanic activity in the United States. Um, there's there's a lot of sure, because we said it so. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's there's a lot that goes around it. But anyway, um, ever since I was a kid, I've always wanted to kind of. I, I mean, I've been to it before, but I've always wanted to get up to it. Even before it blew its top, it was a nine thousand foot peak. Now it sits at around eighty three hundred ish. It got a crew cut yeah i got a crew cut but i mean it's still a, a steep grade you you gain about six thousand feet of elevation and going at about th- this time in spring you get uh an opportunity to do a little bit of mixed climbing where you don't have to it's 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 technically considered non-technical you don't have to have a harness or rope but you do have ice axe trekking poles you're you're loaded for bear to go up but what's nice is there's still snow. Chris. When you get up that high, you're going to have some of the white stuff. Oh, man. I was in whiteout conditions for a good half of the trek. But what's cool is that there's this notion of called glissading, which is basically where you park your rear on ice and snow. and then Your rumpus, right? You, my rumpus. Thank you for calling that back out. Uh-huh. Um, and you uh, control slide down. Um, and you use your ice axe as a rudder and as a, as an anchor. And that's how you're able to cut your time. Like my ascent was over eight hours. My descent was like three because Wee, it, down a mountain. <laughs> oh man. It was, it was a blast, especially cause you're, you're so knackered. You're mm. so exhausted. Um, and I was fighting uh, wind, freezing temperatures, sleet, snow. Uh, and it was worth it. Like I got to the top and got none of the view. It was completely white out. No Instagram moment? No, nope. there well, I mean there was one, one, one that I took cuz I mean I got up there. But yeah. like for me, it 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 was it was well worth it. Like yeah. I mean obviously I went up there for the view, but again it's not about I hate to use the token, like, it's not about the destination but the journey. Um, it's more like, it's more about the climb. You know, I, I needed to get out in a way and away. I, and I did it solo. My, my climbing partner um, had to bow out at the very last minute, had a family emergency. And so, kind of I, I was on my own on a mountain. It was great. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations.
1: Uh, wow. Uh, here's to you, uh, Daddy-O. And uh, what a great achievement. But we had to celebrate that on the, on the show because not a lot of... Uh, climbers, you know, go up a, a friggin' volcano. So I, <laughs> you have my respect, my props, and my uh, happiness because you were able to come down a oh, yes. mountain and stuff like that, and you weren't some kind of popsicle N- still up no, there. No,
0: no, I, I definitely believe in the, the quote from Ed Vizier's world-renowned mountaineering. Uh, Summiting is optional. Getting back down is mandatory. There you go. So, I like it. But to celebrate, one might go and get a drink, Chris. That's right.
1: So we, in this little mini-series we've got Welcome Back to Bellingham. Uh, we're getting out and about. We're doing uh, Life in Bellingham. And for those of you, this is a, you know, who may be new to the show or just checking things out. uh, This is a scenario that we've been posing for our themed episodes. You're out, you're in town, Bellingham on business, attending a conference uh, somewhere or visiting family and friends. You've heard lots of good things about the city by the Salish Sea and you're thirsty. Now what? (laughs) And so as we've talked about before, there's a whole lot of famous well-known, popular drinking establishments. And before we get started, uh, on this show, uh, since we got started about five years ago, five and a quarter years- Over
0: five years ago Over five
1: years ago, yes. Um, We may talk about places that serve alcohol, but make no mistake, AJ and I firmly are uh, holding our heroes among us that are going through recovery. For uh, a various addiction, in high regard, and while we are talking about places where you can get a drink, um, we are we are definitely keeping many people in mind, and we have other. Uh, Liquid refreshment beverages, beverage uh, alternatives. Establishments. That's right, for for all to choose from, including those under twenty one, according to Washington State law. That being said, we have some famous locations that we just want to cover briefly. Boundary Bay Brewery and Bistro down there on Railroad Street. Ah, save the ales. Save the ales. You see on way too many hooded sweatshirts around <laughs> here in Bellingham. Coulson Brewing Company, aslin Brewing Company, and the the latest one uh, that took over a warehouse and com- oh, man, and completely. Took over a residential, a huge
0: like beer garden sh- uh, sign and stuff. Yeah, yeah, twin sisters. So those are the f- the f- kind
1: of the t- the four horsemen of the beer apocalypse. Oh, yeah. in, in a lot of cases, but we want to talk uh, good. We want to talk about other places in mind where you want to get a drink. Uh, that you may not be uh, aware of. And so we're going to do the whole TikTok thing. Go on first.
0: AJ, you start this one off. Ooh, uh, where would you go get a beer? So so sh- I'm not one to imbibe much, to be fully, full disclosures on the show. I'm not I'm not much of a drinker. I never really have yeah, been.
1: Yeah, I'm an eighth of a ton, and I'm a lightweight, really. I'm yeah. a cheap date, according to my beautiful wife.
0: Um, but there, there is a, a small little place, a little hole in a basement. I'm not gonna even going to say hole in a wall. Down in Fairhaven off of uh, 10th Street. Um, called Archer's Ale House. Uh, really cool vibe. Um, there's a lot of history down there, largely cause like the bar that they, the physical bar, the, the wood thing goes across. Um, if I re- recall, I talked to the owner once long, long ago, and that bar actually was an old bar out of like Chicago. It was, uh, being decommissioned and stuff. And he actually had it shipped to Fairhaven. It was so big. They had to like carve out part of Archer's Ale house. And that's why it's weird and extended out a little bit down below to get it to fit. But it's that kind of quirky history and stuff. And they're also they're they're much of a different... They're more like a pub. Like, if you've ever been to, to, to Europe, especially over in England, Archer's is very much in that more public house pub uh, uh, stuff, good pub fare, uh, pub trivia. Um, and uh, they also have a lot of imported stuff. So, like, uh, if you're into Belgian ales, Trappist ales and stuff, you can kind of get a little bit, uh, you know, quote-unquote cultured in different beers around the world. And that's kind of what's interesting about them.
1: The fun thing that I like about Archer's Ale House and this recalls back to my days of the 80s and I know you can't identify Youngin because uh, you are a decade past me but uh, this the iconic uh, TV episode Cheers Cheers. always had people walking down like below street level into the bar this is very similar in Archer's Alehouse you won't see it above ground so to speak it is a below ground kind of place. Talk for me I'm going to hit a fairly new establishment around this is just off North I-5 Ohio Street, Iowa Street that whole Uh, i think it's exit 253 on the i5 uh punch card there's a place called stemma brewing company and you might notice that the mascot or the logo for stemma is this cute little kitten i love that cute kitten exactly and so uh for uh your discerning whetted appetite uh for stuff they have all kinds they have beer and cider uh available and it's just a really nice establishment. They do have outdoor seating, thank goodness. Oh, good. uh, Well, it's just a beautiful area.
0: Fun fact, never been.
1: Exactly, and uh, I've been there a couple times. Uh, it's it's a great establishment, and they, they actually have some pretty tasty drinks that they have in-house. Watching them uh, create the cans or the uh, you know, can the, the, the beverages is a pretty cool process uh, to, to observe. That's rad. So, check out Stemma. Oh, by the way, we've got uh, for all of these locations, instead of like street addresses where you have to do work on your phone, if you're listening to us on a mobile device, we got a link in the show notes. And for the love of my favorite manager of pro wrestling, Jim Cornette, drink. That's right. And <laughs> literally in this case, <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Best we, episode for that. Yeah, we choose Google Maps just because it's easy. But if you want to talk to us uh, later about how we feel about Google, buckle up. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, let's talk about- Be another, that as it may. Of
0: course. Let's talk about another uh, form, in, and this would be cider. So I, I'm going to bow out of this one because uh, I, I only know of the one place here in town, and I don't do a lot of cider. So okay. Chris, I'm going to go- Tick to your talk. There you go. So I've, I, I've my relationship
1: with beer has been kind of strained as of late. I'm kind of on the outs. Is, that your, a,
0: is that your Facebook beer beer book message? Yeah, like that's your, pretty your much Your relationship it, yeah. is complicated. i got
1: bitter, bitter beer fa- social media face. Um, I but my I'm, I have a budding romance with cider. For some reason, it's just a little light and refreshing, and it doesn't really weigh me down. Not that this is an advertisement for such, but I just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> always uh, drink responsibly. There is a great always. Uh, don't be a dork. Uh, <laughs>
0: Public service announcement from as the in Bellingham podcast. As
1: in everything, don't be a dork. <laughs> um, there's a place in town uh, a, a, across the, the way from the Whatcom Dispute Resolution Center, a fine nonprofit establishment, the old Whatcom Museum over there on Prospect Street uh, for the Bellingham residents who are, are, who are forced to have to deal with the post office and the lines that exude from the Prospect Street post office. You can at least have a... Uh, consolatory drink at the mm. Bellingham Cider Company, uh, fine establishment for uh, restaurant uh, food as well. A great environment. Yeah. Uh, the, the, family the, friendly. Family friendly, most definitely. So uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of Bellingham Cider Company, but I also want to make a special shout out. And this uh, this one's for all the musicians out there. There there is an area in Bellingham where you can order cider. I looked on the website. I was hoping there'd be a local. Uh, uh, establishment there was in the past, but COVID happened and stuff occurs. But yeah. uh, Herb's Cider is a is a place around where you can g- locate uh, ciders to to drink from. Elizabeth Station may have some. There they are like the mecca of oh my gosh, there's so many selections. I have decision fatigue. Sure. Uh, Dranks, but um, Herb's Cider is owned by Tim Alexander, and for those of you who may not know. Uh, a whole lot about Tim. Uh, Tim Herb Alexander was a drummer for Primus, this fabulous band in the 90s, and of course Les Claypool as a bassist, one of my influences just from his unbelievable otherworldliness. But Tim, uh, drummer for uh, Primus, Started his own cider company. So we got a local local, uh, top gun around here. Anyway, let's talk about some of the hard stuff. Let's talk about some cocktails. AJ, go for it.
0: Uh, So cocktails, I only really have one place that comes to mind and it's because let me paint you all a picture okay so imagine if if you're if you're gonna celebrate like you maybe you've summited a mountain or whatever <laughs> and you want a little bit something more subdued because this is the city of subdued excitement and you want a little bit of that again more European flair but instead of going British like I did with archers we're gonna go French and there's a place in what's that plaza the the sycamore it, Square is it sycamore Square I believe that, so yeah so anyway there's there's a building there of old, uh, all of fairhaven is old brick buildings and such and it's, it's our historical art district. And in said building, if you go up a couple of flight of stairs, you'll see a rustic-looking sign called Le Chat Noir, yep. which is the black cat. And all those famous paintings that you yes. see, yep, that'd be the one. And it's, uh, when you go in, the, the the wallpaper is like very French, old-school, 1930s French, Metropolis-esque um, um, art deco. With um, great g- good food, uh, a fully stocked bar, and what's nice is that um, back back in my younger days, when I knew nothing about cocktails, there was a and I imagine she doesn't work there anymore, but there was a nice young lady there that I literally was like, look, I don't like things that are sweet, and I don't like things that are bitter. Can you make me something that? isn't either one and that was my foray into this whole notion of a cocktail because in my book i'd always see you know my then girlfriend now wife always having a pink drink that was very sweet and then i would see the old uh i hate to say this but the old man's drinks yeah and they're very heavy on the bitters or heavy on the the booze and it, it just didn't vibe for me and she came i don't even remember what it was chris to be honest uh but i remember she she brought it out and it works for me, you know? Um, so anyway, I, I I like Le Chat Noir. Just the vibe is cool. It can be pretty hot. Well, pre-COVID, it could be pretty hopping depending on what time of the you know the week it is yeah but it's always just a place where you can dip in you know you can sit back and uh, look outside the, the windows and drink your cocktail
1: it is a pretty cool view outside of the windows if you are lucky enough to get a window seat but what I've what I've heard sometimes in Le Chat Noir they may have 102.3 FM KMRE playing on the uh, sound system in that's in that establishment
0: or they might be uh, streaming us uh, worldwide on the KMRE.org even in France through computer speakers uh,
1: uh, so for
0: my place
1: where I wanted to get a cocktail, there's a number of places around. I got one in the secret weapon uh, file later on. But, you know, when you go on State Street, State Street is kind of the, the place in Bellingham where if you want to go out and and park and do a little bit of a crawl in some aspects
0: let's this is, let's get this out of the way chris state street is pretty much the hub of all things downtown yeah right? it, it, it's that's where all the youths are yeah the you know if, if that is your scene that's where you'll be
1: i would say railroad is the heart of uh, downtown sure, bellingham sure. but state street is one block away so you know you're in the right uh, vicinity there's a rock and rye i'm gonna i'm gonna articulate this because i'm not hammered rock and rye oyster house uh on state street that they have so you know if you if you're a fan of oysters or seafood uh or you want you've always seen them and want to try it out they have great selection great quality you can also get a drink. There, I like their environment. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's something that I think that if you are new to town and you want to kind of get a, a, a feel for the Bellingham scene, that would be a great place to go as well. Totally. Let's move on to uh, another type of fermented drink. Let's talk about kombucha, and quite frankly, I'm tagging out of this one because, yeah. <laughs> uh, quite frankly, ladies and gentlemen, I can't
0: stand kombucha. So, AJ, you're up, pal. <laughs> this is why I am the t- <laughs> I'm your tick and you're my talking. Talk I don't baby, I don't I don't, I don't do cider, but I do do bucha. Look. I like kombucha, okay? It is a fermented, um, uh, most of the time the alcohol is taken out uh, drink, if you don't know what it is. Basically, if you like bubble seltzer water, but in a tea form, that's what really kombucha is. The palate, though, um, every kombucha is a little bit different. Sometimes they can be a little bit vinegary. Sometimes they can be super sweet or dry. And they, they really are their own type of thing. So that is my, I am trying to de-hippie this notion of kombucha. It's not like you're going to a shop where it's like, sup, Chris? Like, this is my kombucha baby, man. Like, it's, <laughs> not, it's not that. Like, kombucha is very much not
1: that in this town. I'm not going to throw something under the bus because at the Bellingham podcast, we like to keep things <laughs> optimistic and positive and lighthearted. But, yes, Please continue on so, kombucha. Go I just for
0: wanna it. you and I talked off a of mic. So yeah. like so there is our our central kombucha hub here in Bellingham. It's called Kombucha Town. Um they're down in the uh by uh, oh, basement but the, the, the Herald Building. The Harold the Building, but I, I won't call it the basement, the outside uh, uh, outside west side of the, the the building, right near State Street. Right near State Street. What's great about them is um, uh, pretty much anybody that I, I introduce kombucha to, like there's something there that is for everybody. They have a blood orange that's except abs- me, uh, except you. There's a blood orange one that if you like the blood orange s- pelo sangrina, which yeah. of, of it's limonada
1: for me, man. I'm not down with blood orange. Mind, I'm mind, being grumpy. Mind, Just keep, are... keep talking about get it. Get positive. Kombucha sounds great. Get positive.
0: Just talk about kombucha. It's healthier. Leave, leave me out of it. It's healthier. I don't care. Anyway, so it's full of probiotic, Chris. All the probiotics. I'll have some yogurt, sucker. <laughs> Keep going. Anyway. You're not selling me on this. Come on. <laughs> I tried, folks. Mm, yeah. I tried. So anyway, kombucha, then, no, but also, uh, honestly, like if you're interested in, in kombucha and you want something that is similar to like that of Pellegrinos, whether it's lemonade, Blood Orange, and stuff, it is very much more of that kin of a drink, but it is not carbonated. It's brewed. The other one that I want to throw out is... Um, <laughs> not literally like I would, but you know, figuratively. Go ahead. Stay try. positive. Chris, yeah, I'm possibly. trying to um, I mentioned this on the show and this, I've only been able to find them at the Bellingham Farmer's Market and it's called Leafs lei Tea Like Leif Ericsson. Like, yeah, Leif, Leaf it, it, They have this tea called a Jun uh, J-U-N and it's a bubbly probiotic tea They don't call it a kombucha and it's made from green tea herbs and raw honey and i mentioned it several episodes back but um that's another another thing that i would throw out and like i said you i can't find a place where it's at other than i found them at the farmer's market and according to their instagram that's where they are still at so that's if you're in the kombucha click those are the two that in this town i would point you towards awesome let's move on shall we please uh okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow, Chris. So let's get to something that both okay, you and I are very amenable towards, and that is a coffee. coffee.
1: Yes. So and like there's a coffee shop on every street corner in Bellingham. Tick on this one. Uh, this is one we've mentioned. This this establishment has been mentioned many times uh, in the in previous episodes of the Bellingham podcast. It's on Railroad Street, it's near Casague Passa. Uh, it is open in the morning. It is, uh, I don't know about evening time and stuff like that, but here's the thing. Cafe Adagio on the corner of Railroad, and I forget what, just go on Railroad by the WTA bus zone, you'll find it, is an incredible establishment. The chairs, the tables are nice. The proprietor of the establishment takes great pride in the skill of creating a cuppa, uh, Java that looks pretty. The leaf uh, drawings and things like that, it's awesome. And then hand delivers it to you in some cases, not always, they may bark out your order. But what I like about this place, and sing along if you know the words, kids, how many times you go into an establishment and there's a techno uns soundtrack or some kind of music that's played way too bloody loud to have a conversation, kind of like what we're doing here on in AJ's backyard. You can't hear yourself with the volume of music or the type of music, and I'm talking at some other national chain coffee establishments around for their choice of music. No, I don't wanna hear Kesha, and I don't (laughs) wanna hear Cardi B, despite what the staff wants to play. Caffey ladies and gentlemen, plays really cool classical and jazz music. If you go on YouTube and you type in coffee shop mix, you're going to get an establishment that looks like Caffey Adagio. The music is going to sound like they Adagio. They've, they've got that lightning in a bottle for that experience. Have I talked long enough about it? Go get a cup of coffee. Support that local business.
0: It's Bellingham Central Perk if you're a Friends fan.
1: I, I could totally roll with that. I am a Friends fan. By the way, did you catch the reunion? I haven't yet. Uh, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, uh, man, I don't want to throw stuff under the bus. It was a really feel good type of affair, and and when you're thinking of feel good, James Corden yeah. is totally a feel good kind of host. Uh, and he did so much, yay! Uh, as they were doing interviews and, and look backs and things like that. Anyway, we got way in the weeds on that one, Adrian. We're talking about coffee, actually. Talk
0: it. Okay, so for me, uh, Camber, uh, yes. I, I, I don't know how to really describe Camber other than it is. I hate to use the word minimal, but hang on there, Pacific Northwest Minimalist, where It is that i don't want to call it sterilized but it's it's sparse sparse but organic because there's a lot of wood deliberate deliberate a lot of wood tones a lot of natural tones but also that clean stark black and white that you see a lot of instagram coffee photos from but the thing i like about camber is their beans that they use like i've um uh, i was lucky enough to get a, a gift card for my birthday and i ordered some of their blended their their blends of beans that they do and Whatever, they, whatever mojo they do with their roasting is phenomenal. Um, I still say that, uh, generally speaking, Tony's Coffee is probably one of the best roasters in town, but Camber's right up there um, as a more smaller key... You know, player. I believe it's you know we do have a, a directions for you
1: for your mobile device and your maps app, but it's on the corner of, of Holly and I'm going to say Bay Street. Yeah, I think you're right. And what it, what you can do if you are exploring this town, by the way, Bay Street and Holly is right in the right in the thick of everything that would be downtown nightlife. Yeah. In Bellingham, get yourself in the morning. Let's just say a Saturday morning. Go get a cup of coffee from Camber, to go. Uh, And then you can walk to the granary. Yeah. The the new, you're blocks away from that. You're blocks away from downtown and all of the curious shops that occur. It's a great way to peruse downtown with something to warm your hand.
0: Uh, And it got a great establishment. And and it's a place to spend an hour because the vibe that's there, like big windows, there's. Um, in this town there's also woods coffee which is the big coffee roaster big coffee house uh, here if they are if they're pop I call camber like alternative like okay. they're 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 the same vibe but they do it smaller and a little bit louder I'll
1: see your alternative and I'll raise you uh, a down tempo in our next category for tea oh yes not mr. T foo the actual uh, loose leaf and other things that you would be uh, doing I would call Makeworth Market, I believe also on State Street on the corner there, down tempo. Here is another predominantly sparse aesthetic type uh, locale, two stories or two levels of of being able to park your rumpus. Uh, Great location, love the venue. Uh, Very cool uh, selections of both teas and coffees available, not just to drink, but also to buy. Uh, that's kind of cool they you know they've got some chai uh, honey chai and some other ones I mean they've got some variety going on there. Makeworth market is where it's at and I yeah. think when Bellingham finally defrosts, uh, and gets out and about, uh, you're going to you're gonna have a tough time finding a place to sit. So, you know, j- be
0: strategic. The, the, the look and vibe of that place is literally if Apple Store had a cafe. Like That's, that's how, a great way That's it. how I would really frame them. Except Apple plays that weird, happy music
1: that, you know, uh, whatever. And I'm yeah. just picturing Makeworth with down-tempo, no, I know. chill-hop music.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it is very much a chill-hop. All bed. right, talk, do it. So, for me, uh, I was going to point out uh, uh, we had a tea house uh, over in Fairhaven, but unfortunately, right before the pandemic, they shuttered. Yeah. So, Abbey Garden is no longer. Um, so, for me, for tea, I still have to say, like Wonderland Teas, which I know is not a place to go and imbibe a tea, but um, if you're a person, um, like and in, for instance let's say you're an international gent from the uk and you come into our fair town and you're like you know you need a good cup of tea okay it's around tea time it's around tea time and the everything that you see at the local store in bags is absolute garbage and so you want to have some loose sleeve tea okay? it may not
1: be up to caliber that we would want to have for a discerning
0: palate hey hey i i've i've had tea in london let me let me tell you All there's right, some good tea enough. over there so if you want to have a wide variety of teas Uh, Wonderland teas is the place to go. You can buy your loose leaf there and all your accoutrements to, to seep it and brew it. Um, the, the, the proprietor of that place is a wonderful, wonderful woman. Um, and even if you don't know what your palate is to tea, like my wife was, you can just explain kind of what you are looking for and she can either, A, point you to a tea or blend something for you. So that's the reason why I like them. All right, so we've covered a,
1: the you know the, the whole spectrum in a lot of cases of places to go to get a, a drink of some sorts. There's an underlying theme with a whole lot of drinking and eating establishments, which is usually music played at volumes that you cannot not have a conversation. I want to go to a quiet place. And no, I'm not talking about the recent movie that came out. <laughs> I want a good experience for a quiet place because I'm an introvert. I like hearing... The, only the voices in my head and no one else. So where I go when I need to go have somewhere quiet is at the Bellwether downtown. We, we talked about getting outside and a place to go. It's my happy place. But inside the Bellwether hotel, there's a Harborside Bistro. And yes, they have wonderful food and it's a wonderful environment. It's kind of an experience type restaurant, but you can also get a fine cocktail or a a pint, if you will. Um, I recommend that because in the summertime they may, and we don't know how the summer's gonna be for live music or outdoor gatherings, wash, rinse, repeat for everything around here, but they've had some uh, evening live music out on the patio of this uh, Harborside Bistro. I really dig the vibe. Uh, it's really cool, and oh, by the way, you are a uh, witness to so many boats in the, in the uh, Bellingham Bay. My son Bay. Loves that place. Oh, yeah, absolutely,
0: so uh, check that one out. Uh, talk for you so for me much like you just said and i'm not going to play the introvert card because once we get out of uh, the pandemic i'm going to be a little bit more extroverted because i'm going to want to reconnect with people and so much like what chris just said i echo i want to get up go to a place that's a little bit more subdued a little bit more down temple so i can talk to people face to face not have to yell like some venues in this town say so yeah um so baby greens actually is a, a garden shop plant shop but they have a coffee shop inside of it it's small. It's very in intimate as in like close quarters. But the reason why it, it it doesn't get much more quieter than that, because like you're surrounded by plants. You know, you'll have the <laughs> of the, the machine for the handful of people that are going to come in and get a, a coffee. But if you want to if you're visiting somebody or somebody's in town and you want to catch up after the pandemic, that's where probably where I'm going to go. But they have some pretty choice plants. I mean, they're <laughs> yeah. rather
1: curated yeah. uh, with with uh, a unique perspective on a lot of plants. So that's cool. You know, it's one thing to kind of get out and about and relate with someone, but you kind of want to be out cut and about loose. With, cut loose. You got you, you. You know, guys, sing along if you know the words. You put deodorant on. Oh. You put your best collared shirt on. You yeah, know, keep you look that and collar you, down. That's right. Uh, no, and <laughs> don't, don't pop that collar yet. Uh, you want to be able to go where everybody is around, I guess. Yeah. And a good place that uh, to enjoy the scene, if you will. As
0: reported by two introverts. <laughs> who are dads <laughs> and yeah. who really
1: don't go out and party on Friday night. <laughs> right. Because we know what we're talking about. Anyway. <laughs> this um, is our
0: best attempt, folks.
1: <laughs> on Northwest Avenue, as you're driving, depending on if you're driving away from the interstate, you're getting into a residential zone, uh, or you're driving to the interstate coming from downtown, you're going to encounter... A goods market, which is a produce joint, but something happened. A funny thing happened as they were selling some uh, produce. They started selling beer, and anytime that happens in in Bellingham, that's kind of like you pull the slot machine and jackpot. Ching, <laughs> so, Goods Local Brews is a uh, a brew place that has outdoor seating even in the dead of winter yeah they do my my wife and i were uh nearby uh and and observed on a number of occasions a lot of cold people <laughs> hovering over the their cold th- pints that's yeah. right uh goods local booze is a great outdoor place especially as i'm getting a sunburn from being in this beautiful sunny weather uh, go check it out aj
0: so for me uh the what's called the schweinhaus 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 biergarten you know, it's it's kind of mini Leavenworth, if I could throw that out for for Washingtonians. It's worthy of Leavenworth. It is. It's yeah. it's, it's it's a mini it's a mini Leavenworth beer garden, uh, covered area. You know, uh, most most university students will pop in there. You know, uh, at the start of the night or at the end of the night. Um, it's it's pretty hopping, and but the food. It's good. Oh, yeah. It's really good. They know what they're talking about. Yeah. So,
1: as we are getting close to wrapping up, we usually in this mini series talk about a secret weapon. You know, we can uh, talk wonderfully about a number of areas, but there's the personal touch. Yeah. Uh, AJ, where it's, what's your secret weapon for Liquid Refreshment?
0: My secret weapon is a coffee house that is over by the, the Whatcom County Museum. That's the big red building that defines everything of Bellingham. A lot
1: of frosted glass in it, too.
0: So, there's a place called Cafe Velo. And uh, it's own uh, owned and ran by a wonderful woman who um, also has a thing for bicycles because it's a bicycle repair place and coffee shop. Outdoor seating. It is my go-to place whenever I have to meet up with somebody during the pandemic. Like because they, they have lovely outdoor seating. It was my one place. You know, you can go in um, for those that are uh, allergy conscious or vegan or uh, at, at all. Um, they make probably one of the best, if not the best, oat milk lattes in town. Really? Oh, yes. Okay. Um, and it's the best five dollars I can spend on a cup of coffee is is there at Cafe Vela.
1: Well, that's AJ Barce's recommendation uh, for the secret weapon. Mine, uh, for example, when you need it, when I need a drink. Uh, my wife and I have discovered a wonderful place in Berkeley Village. Uh, you might, on some weeknights, depending on how, it be see a very tall, menacing-looking individual sitting Don't
0: next. Don't tell to... you that about your wife. No, I mean no.
1: That that <laughs> I'm talking about me. I would be sitting across the table from an absolutely stunningly beautiful, statuesque. Oh my <laughs> gosh, she's hot! Uh, <laughs> woman having a having a drink. There's a place called the, the Blue Abode in Berkeley Village. You got a, you got the owner of the joint, who is a fabulous person, Kurt you're the goods. He wants to get to know your name. He's very uh hospitable uh you know, doting on the customers. There's only a few tables there. Yeah. So you got to be, you know, you and they do have some outdoor tables of course, but uh they do have some very unique ciders available. <laughs> and they also have a drink of the night, you know, like the cocktail uh, special and things like that. And it, it, it's a, a little bit of a compressed area. It's not a hole in the wall. No. But it's a, it's a rather intimate establishment. And you might see my beautiful wife and me, in case you want to tell me how awesome the Bellingham podcast is, uh, you can see us there at the Blue Abode in Barker Village. But what you are not allowed to do is to hand me a fork while I'm having my drink with my wife. And speaking of which, I think we should stick a fork in the show. <laughs> Wow, that
0: was a hard fork yet again. And that wraps up this 193rd edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, drinking with us, wherever you like to get your podcast. Remember, if you are in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. They are streaming
1: worldwide all over the darn internet at kmre.org. And we blew that outro. Anyway, <laughs> they're on kmre.org. Take it. <laughs> on that note,
0: pour me another one.
1: I'm AJ Barsay. And I'm really... Uh, watching too much David Lee Roth lately. I'm Chris Powell. Thanks very much for listening to us on the Bellingham Podcast.
0: Oh, now all the lawnmowers turn off? Are you for real? Well, our recording has ended.